everyone and welcome to another episode of I Will Die on This Hill. I'm Alex. I'm Olivia. And today we've got a really fun episode planned. It's not really, <laughs> but it's pertinent at the moment, isn't it, in a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. And also this will be episode five. Episode five, guys. Can you believe that? Can you believe it? And um, we're together. And we're together. I know, we've been reunited. So um, I think we mentioned, did we mention in the last podcast? I think we were apart, but I didn't. We didn't mention why. Right. Okay. We were apart because I was isolating, um, because I had a COVID contact. So I'm absolutely fine. But we're back together. We're reunited. So drinking lots of tea. Yeah, and we missed each other hugely. I know. We we didn't face each Facetime each other multiple times a day or anything. You know what? Also, (laughs) like when you came and Maddie, Alex's dog, came before Alex did, and she ran in and jumped up for a cuddle. So I parked my car in the car park. Oh my god, you just stroked my food. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to stroke you. Trying to stroke Mad. So um, I parked my car and I let Maddie out of the boot and she just like bolted <laughs> for your door. Oh. Um, <laughs> because when I picked her up from my mum's, I was like, are we going to go and see Auntie Olivia? And she was fucking excited as fuck. Oh, Maddie, you're killing me. So this episode, um, we're going to be talking about loss. Um, we're going to cover a lot of different types of loss. Um, the loss of family members, the loss of friends, the loss of boyfriends. Yeah, breakups. Um, yeah, so it's going to be not an easy one. No, but at least we have put a funny one before this. Yeah, and also there will be laughter and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, A yeah. lot of like our decisions in the past, they're funny. So. 100%, and also like... And I think as well, everyone will experience loss in some way Definitely. in their life, be it breakup, be it losing friend, losing a family member, yeah. losing somebody we're close to. Um, so we decided to go for the really cheery, <laughs> cheery topic today. Uh, but the more we talk about it, the easier it is. Yeah. And I think a lot of the losses that we talk about are not, not so much maybe recent, well, maybe some of them are more recent than others, <laughs> but some of my ones aren't that recent. So like, obviously... You, this is a podcast that you can listen to and if you are going through a breakup or whatever I think it'll help you see that you will get past it, you will move on and um, if you've lost a friend or a family member there's ways to deal with it and everyone deals with it differently Exactly. so there's not a right or wrong way to exactly. grieve really no, exactly um, so yes um, will we let them know about roughly like what kind of loss we've experienced yeah, do you want, do you want me to go first or yeah, okay so, <laughs> so my my experience with loss um, has been I've had quite a lot of experience with loss to be honest. So I've had a few breakups. Um, my choice in men is not very great. I think you would agree. Well, hindsight is twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, but yeah, I've made some questionable choices. Um, <laughs> we all we yeah, all have. I know we all have. Um, other things like I've lost a lot of friends and yeah. we mentioned in the lessons from my teenage self episode that I went through a period of time of having no friends so you know I have been through that before um and I have also lost my dad um he died when I was 21 um six years ago six years ago on the 15th I was thinking it was can you believe it not long like uh, not long days ago that it was anniversary I was yeah 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 that. Um, so yeah, I've lost quite a lot of people in my life, so I'm, I feel like I'm more than qualified. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
Um, so the first loss I experienced was uh, my grandma's. So they both died. Both my nanas died within a year of each other. They died on the same day, a year apart. Shut up, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they died. One died in 2007, one died in 2008 on the same day. That's wild. I know. Um, so that was not long ago either. It was July at some point. I think it was the 11th of July. And um, I, my first nana who had passed away, she had dementia. She was only in her 60s, like mid-60s. She was young. But I felt almost like I'd already grieved because... She was so far gone. Yeah. Um, so the hardest part with her was really watching her deteriorate so much that she, I mean, at the end, she couldn't even hold her own head up because of how far along she was. Yeah. That almost her her passing away peacefully was almost a bit of a blessing. Yeah. Nobody would want to live that way. Um, and then my other nana, um, what that was a bit that was a big shock and. That's the only time I've ever seen my dad cry in my whole life. And I can remember being really upset. I was only like 12 and 13, or 13 and 14. Or 14 and 15. <laughs> An age. <laughs> Do you know what? Mass is questionable, but yeah, I was young. And then a year later, my friend died at yeah. school. And yeah, like, I think somebody your age dying. Just shape, it just shapes you um, and I definitely feel like going through those things as a teenager has shaped me for sure and then a year or so after that my piano teacher passed away so that was him and by the time I was like 16 I'd been to like five funerals wow something ridiculous like that so I feel also quite qualified to talk about loss and then I lost friends yeah and then I've went through two breakups in the last two years so I also feel quite well yeah. <laughs> yeah I think yeah we've both lost quite a lot of people in our life um I will say though like a lot of those obviously not my family or, or the, my friend at school but a lot of those losses didn't really end up being a loss they ended up being a gain yeah I think if you lose a friend at the time it's extremely painful and even if you lose a boyfriend, it's extremely painful. But actually, in the long run, yeah, it's better for you. Yeah. Um, um, and we say boyfriend because we've had boyfriends, but we mean... We were just speaking from our oh, experience. Yeah, like, yeah, like, girlfriend, non-binary, whoever you're with. Losing somebody you have dated and being so intimate with is hard. Yeah, it's yeah, it's excruciating. It's horrible. Um, it's horrible. And they're like similar but different yeah. types of pains. Um, I almost feel like... When it's like a friend breakup, it feels worse. I, I think that's worse than a like relationship breakup. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I feel like both of us, when we've gone through breakups, for me anyway, I don't know about the other people, but I have felt it coming and I've prepared yeah. for it. Yeah. And it's not a light thing to do. Yeah. But once you do it, once you've reached that point, you're kind of at that point of no return. Yeah. Um, but with friends, that's so much worse. Yeah. I yeah. <sighs> Friend breakups are just agony. They are. And at the time, like I was about twenty twenty one, when all of my school friends fell out with me because one of the 
girls had. And at the time, I was like... I remember that. It was horrible at the time. I felt so isolated. And then within two weeks, I was like, I'm so glad... Yeah, I know. ...that happened. And, like, no regrets. Yeah. But if I'm going to lose all those friends for just standing up for myself, that's not a friend. No. And I think hindsight has taught me that that was definitely, definitely not a loss. No. It was a toxic relationship, wasn't it? Oh, like, toxic friendships, 100%. Um, but if you don't have anything to kind of compare it to, you wouldn't be able to know. No. Yeah, I know. I know. At the time. And, I, I mean, it's definitely not my loss. So. I think, so going back to speaking about our first encounters with loss. So my uncle died when I was two, but mm-hmm. I can't really remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first loss that I can remember was my dog. My first oh, dog, Heidi. Or, oh. No, it was Heidi. Oh. Heidi died when I was, oh, I must have been eight, maybe. And that's a member of your family. Yeah, Heidi, yeah. I think I was eight when Heidi died. And it was... (laughs) I don't even know how to describe how heartbroken I was. Um, And then, yeah, you're right. Chip was the next one. My, My last dog, Chip, he died on Christmas Eve. That was horrible. It was horrible. Was it 2011 or 2012? It was 2000 and... No, it wasn't. It was it was the Christmas before my dad died. So it was oh my 20, God, it was so 2015. Yeah, yeah, it was 2015. Oh my it was God. Like, so it was my dad's last Christmas. And oh. he died on Christmas Eve and my dad died in the July. That was a rough year. The universe fucked you up that year. That was a rough... I also broke up with my boyfriend. Yeah, gal. No, well, I say I broke up. He kind of broke up with me. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, this is a story that will make you fucking angry, as I was. If he's listening, though. No. I do forgive you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and I have no shame calling it out. That Olivia's going to hit you with her car. I'll be back to Niza or wherever he used to work. Anyway. <laughs> And I'm going to shout for a nice vlog. <laughs> I think we should get our sweets today. <laughs> Did you? Anyway, back to the actual podcast episode. Um, <laughs> yes, so I don't even know how to structure them in the vlogs we've experienced. Right, well, why don't we do... Why don't we do death, friendship, relationship? Right? Fun. Okay. Um, right, so... How did you feel when you lost somebody close to you, like, in, in a death? So, like I say, the first the first death that I kind of encountered that I can remember that was a human was my dad. Um, mm-hmm. I was 21 years old. Um, I was about to graduate university and um, he had been sick for a year, was it? I think it, it was, was about a year. a year because I can remember meeting you yeah. the year before. Yeah. Went for lunch, me, you, Callum, and te- you telling us. Yeah, okay. So he had been sick for about a year. And initially it looked like he was going to get better. Yeah. And then very quickly it got a lot worse. Um, And I remember just feeling completely withdrawn. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously, you know, like I've mentioned, I'm a nurse and I was in uni training to become a nurse. And I think that that made it worse. Mm -hmm. Um, And my mum... My mum is my my rock. She's yeah. everything to me, and we I just completely withdrew from her. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time, who I loved dearly, 
<laughs> I did, I did. I loved him dearly. And I just, he he was kind of my safe space. Um, obviously, mm. that didn't work out. We'll get to that. Yeah. But I just remember, I remember being in the doctor's office and the doctor saying to my dad, the chemo's not working. Mm. And I blurted out, so how long do we have? Did and you? Yeah. And my mum looked at me like I had three heads. Was it almost like a reflex? It was like a reflex. Like I was just, uh, I was just beside myself. I just couldn't, I couldn't even cope. My dad, like I'm such a daddy's girl. Like mm-hmm. my dad is just, he was, he was everything to me. Um, and the doctor basically was like, not very long. Oh my God. Um, so... You're 21. I was 21. So young. Yeah. So that happened just after Christmas because he was in remission at Christmas. And then just after Christmas, we were told, no, um, it's come back and it's worse. So Christmas had happened. I'd just lost Chip. Mm -hmm. And this was all happening. And I just felt helpless. Mm -hmm. I just felt completely helpless. And this is on top of training to be a nurse. Yeah, this is on top of like being in fourth year at uni yeah. and dissertation. Dissertation and ex- do we have exams? No, we didn't no. have exams. We did have like essays. Loads of essays. It was just yeah, it was just horrendous. Um, and I remember so clearly the morning he died. My mum came and woke me up. So by the end, my dad was kind of bedbound and we had a hospital bed. My mum woke me up at the back of seven um, and said, do you know, I'm really worried about your dad. He's like chain stoking. That's how people breathe before they die, if you don't know. And uh, I went through and I just knew that it was, it was going to happen. So um, I phoned the district nurse um, who came and... Um, we phoned everyone that he wanted there and um, I was just I just I just kept staring at him and holding his hand and I, I just keep remembering thinking how how am I never how am I going to live my life and never see my dad again I know how am I never going to hear him laugh or get a hug or how am I going to get married with yeah. him not there what about kids you know when I have grandkids his grandkids like they're not going to have a granddad and and I always remember the second he died it was like all the light in my life just drained drained yeah and um oh it was it was really horrible you never get over it no and I can still hear the noise of his breathing yeah yeah and interestingly I can remember when you went to the hypnotherapy session that you could remember things that you didn't remember at the time yeah when that happened um but i I, i'm a firm believer i do think your dad is with you there's been times at your house that i've felt like he's there yeah and so have i i i was not very great after it to be honest i needed a lot of therapy and after a couple of years nothing was getting better so um i did try hypnotherapy and i know it's not for everyone and it's quite controversial but I don't see why it, it is. I don't, You're basically I don't meditating yeah. to therapy. But it was extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's another thing as well with loss. Everyone does deal with it in different ways. Yeah. And I think for you, you were 21. 
how were you meant to know how to grieve? I know. There's no proper way to grieve, but how the hell do you even process that? I know. And, um, I mean, I'm so proud of you now because you're so strong. Thank you. You are so strong. I remember coming to see you the next day, remember, and my car broke down. And I had to come to you. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like this is still like your dad being like, Alex, you can still laugh. Like, there's still silliness. And I remember being like, I need you to bring some water because it keeps steaming. <laughs> You and your Ford car. I was like, oh my god, I like I think my car is on fire. <laughs> and I had to pull over and then you were like, FM. <laughs> and then you came again and it was actually really funny. Yeah. And I remember so much, like, so much detail we sat had magic stars. Yes. And do you remember Maddie was there because mm-hmm. we got Maddie. Well, I got Maddie um before my dad died because I just couldn't I couldn't get through it with her. She like oh. she is honestly one of the main reasons I got through it. hundred percent. And what she will always that mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. um so yeah it was it's still horrible it's still totally. absolutely horrible and see being on your side of it i remember like just trying my best to be there for you because i know that there was nothing there's nothing i can say to change it apart from i just needed to be there yeah no there's nothing that you could have said or did apart from just turning up yeah and you did you did that and you know so many of my friends did that and I'm so lucky and I'll always remember as well because my mum my mum has a lot of friends but you know when you're a grown up and you get married like people split off and her friend phoned her and said what do you need from me and mum was like she was just crying on the phone and and then her friend was like I'm coming round and she just came and sat with my mum all day and you just and that's that. yeah and that's what my mum needed totally and I think as well um, I tried not to make it like um, I think Callum was like this as well I tried not to make it like a taboo thing yeah but to keep talking about everything yeah and, um, even now we talk about your dad oh yeah I talk about my dad all the time and I really do feel like he is with you but watching your best friend in that much pain it was just I know. Awful. I know. I mean, we'll get to this later, but I don't know how much you're going to say about it, but I've been watching you in pain totally. fairly recently and it's made me murderous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alex is iconic. <laughs> That's iconic. But yeah, no, I can remember, like, um, I can remember um, being at your funeral yeah. we dig it out if you don't want to put it in no, the podcast and I remember <laughs> driving us there and being like I love squirrels <laughs> and I remember I was just like laughing about it and like just trying to give you a little bit of some light after yeah. such a horrible yeah, yeah. day I don't even really remember his funeral I, I remember just, it quite well I just remember that I was a mess <laughs> I can remember seeing you just crumple do you know do you know the thing right so that whole morning i remember the lead up to the funeral and i remember being absolutely fine my dad's funeral was the first funeral i ever went to by the oh way. my god so i remember being absolutely fine up until i went outside and the hearse was there with the casket in it and then i literally fell to the ground no wonder though and it like and then i don't remember anything no yeah. wonder though it's like a trauma response yeah like, walk it out i feel like i cry i feel like i was a mess the whole funeral i can't even remember no wonder though i think that like honestly your brain is like block that shit yeah block it out um but i'm really proud of her how far you have come thank 
because it's not it's not sorry it's not an easy thing to go through at any stage or age but at 21 when you're just finished uni Luke was 15. And you finished uni. Yeah, I know. That's fucking remarkable. Luke was 15. I know, I know. And I can remember getting really defensive of Luke because somebody went up to him after your dad's funeral at the wake and was like, oh, you'll need to be the man of the house now. And I can remember being like, he's 15. <laughs> like, let him just I know. grieve. I, I just, I do want to say, Luke, I know you don't really listen to this podcast because I've warned you about the content, <laughs> but I will say that Luke is I the am, biggest I am so proud of you and you are just everything to me. He really makes me a few dad. Yeah, me too. Really makes me a few dad. And I remember even like coming to see you in like the weeks up before you lost your dad and your dad was still in like fun spirit. Oh yeah, he was and still he made like such laughing light of it. Yeah, he was still laughing and joking. Yeah. Um, and that just really is such a testament to your dad's like strength. Yeah. And I think it's also like we've spoken about this, but like I knew he was waiting for my graduation. A hundred percent. We graduated on the Friday. Yeah, we went to the, on the Friday and your dad was there. Yeah, and, he was. And, and then we had the grad ball. On the Saturday. Saturday. And he died the next Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, and you said after the Sunday was when he had really... Yeah. Just kind he of, just really crashed. He 100% was. And that's, again, yeah. a testament to his strength. The night before he died, him and my mum... So my mum had moved downstairs to be with him. And um, they watched his favourite movie. What's his favourite movie? The American President with Michael Douglas. I've not seen that. It's really good. It's really good. It really reminds me of my dad. They watched that um, together the night before he died. Um, but yeah, I, I knew he was waiting for my graduation. And the other thing, I had said to my mum, because she was like stressing about carers and stuff, because he was getting to the point where we needed some help. Um, I said that he would go before we needed carers. And so he died, I think he died at 10am or something. And the carers came at half past ten. I remember the first time. Also, do you want to know something hilarious? I know that this is not very keeping. Do you want to know what happened to my dad's death certificate? Oh, do I want to? Yeah. What? Maddie ate it. Maddie! (laughs) (laughs) Because she, she, you know, she was a puppy then. She was only, she was only about five or six months, and my (laughs) mum. put it out because she was trying to organise the fu- fu- funeral and she went through to the living room and Maddie was sitting gnawing on the Maddie. <laughs> my dad would have fucking loved it exactly I feel like that was what your dad's my dad would have fucking loved that I would have been like yeah that's amazing do you know what reminds me of your dad what James Bond film yes because I remember being like Tim I've never seen one and he was like what <laughs> he was like I'll give you Rex he was like have all of these I was like yeah, James Bond, absolutely. And waking up in the morning on a Sunday and hearing Formula One. Oh really? Did he oh, love that? Yeah. I um I wonder like I wonder how if it's similar to me, how were you after your dad died? Could you sleep? Maddie just snored <laughs> just snored, I'm so sorry. Um could I sleep? I'm trying I'm trying to remember, honestly. I I I block a lot of that time out. I think I did sleep eventually, but as we'll discuss later in the episode, I also went through a breakup not long before my dad yes. uh, died. So there was a lot going on, and I mentally, I've never been in a worse place, to be honest. That was horrendous, and I remember just being so protective of you. Yeah. And 
we'll discuss it more later, but basically your boyfriend finished with you the week before your dad died because you uh, no, I think it was I think it was the month before. Because you were too sad. Because I was I was too sad all the time. When your dad was dying. My dad was dying, yeah. So this is why Olivia hates him. This is why Alex has trauma. <laughs> this is what this is basic human decency. You wouldn't do that to somebody barely know. Oh well. So uh, he was young. It's okay. I've I've moved on. I've You've moved, moved on. Out. I have not. You have not. But I feel like this will come apart later. I am angrier at your exes than you are, and you're angry at my exes. Absolutely. Than I am. Because I feel like to get over your own exes, you can't harbor the anger. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, well, I'll, I will harbor like, that don't, for don't you. you worry. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, don't you worry. Take that on my shoulders. This, this is marinating in my heat, and it's just going to get worse, babe. I know. Um. So yeah, that's um. The chat's deep, but like I think this will help people. Yeah, I think it. so. Certainly me, but I've lost people. I cannot sleep after somebody I know died. I just cannot sleep, and I've always yeah. been that way. When my first nana died, and it comes from, and I know that this sounds so silly, I'm scared I'll see them. That's not silly. Like, I'm scared that they'll come and visit me or something. Yeah, that's not silly. And I can remember this how like, young I was. I can remember when my first nana died, watching Catherine Tate. Because I had the DVDs, and I was like, I know I'm not sleeping, I might as well just watch something. And I can remember being really scared. Really? I'm like really scared in case I saw them and I just wouldn't sleep. And I was the exact same a year later with my other Nana, and this time I watched Summer Heights High, also iconic. Yeah, also iconic. And yeah, I just couldn't sleep, I had to watch that. And it's almost like this numb, scared feeling of like, oh my God, are they going to show up at the end of my bed? Do you know, actually, sorry to go back to it, but now that you've mentioned it, so I said that I can't really remember much of it, and I can't, but I have just realised that I cannot sleep without my TV on now, since my dad died. That is ever since then. It's almost a comfort. Yeah. I need some noise. Yeah, totally. Um, So I get you. 100%. When my friend at school died, without going into too much detail... And also the circumstances of it. I honestly did not sleep properly for about eight days. Wow. Eight days. I can remember going to school like a zombie. I was just... I and just what, did the, what did the school do? Did they give you like time off? or? I could have had. We, we, we all could have. like um, Because the thing is in high school, when somebody dies, that really affects everyone. Yeah. Everyone knows each other. Yeah. And I can remember how shocked and like I can remember it so well. And I can remember everyone like in unison gasping. Like because oh, everyone was so so shocked. shocked. Yeah. So the school were really under <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Maddie's I'm fucking sleep, guys. So sorry. <laughs> um yeah, I can remember I, I, it just it traumatizes you that yeah. agent. Um, when somebody passes away in their sleep, you're scared to sleep. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people felt like that. Um, but yeah, I was scared to sleep for about eight days after that. My God. Um, and I've always been like that after I'm close to, somebody I'm close to has died. Yeah. Um, especially like my nanas and stuff. So yeah, um, that's kind of my, that's always what I'm like after somebody dies. Yeah. Always, always. And... I'm just so scared I'll see them that they'll turn up and I don't know why. Have you ever had that? Um, I don't think I've ever been scared to see my dad. Sometimes I get frustrated that I don't get to see him um, because it's been so long. Totally. 
But I, I just, I do remember having to have the TV on, but I just, I wish, it, it's like a black hole of time and I can only see certain memories. I can't, I don't, I can't. You're in survival blanks. mode. Absolutely. You're in survival mode. That's the only way I don't know if you it. as my pal could tell that. A hundred percent. Right, okay. A hundred percent. And I only ever really saw you coming out of that about three years ago. It, it was, it was a rough time. It was a rough time. Yeah. Um, you're more yourself now Thanks. than I've ever seen. Thanks. Um, but I just remember, I can remember you feeling like that and seeing your boyfriend at the time treat you that way. And I can just remember being, sorry, Maddie's still stoned. <laughs> I, I, I can remember just being like a guard dog being like, yeah. I'm watching you go through the most horrendous time. Was I withdrawn? Mm. Less so from me. Okay. I Gen- in general life, absolutely. Okay. Um, you were just... I don't, uh, I don't know what the right word was. You just weren't aligned. Okay. I just... I Does that make sense? I remember. Yeah. Like, do you know how you mentioned about the magic stars? The only reason I remember that is because there's a picture of you holding Maddie with magic uh, stars. With there's magic stars in the picture. And the only reason that I can remember you dyeing my hair that time is because there's a picture of it. Oh yeah. I can't remember. Is that before or after? That was after. But I can't I can't was fill in the after? blanks. Yeah. I can't fill in any of the blanks. And it's so frustrating because it's like for that whole like the rest of the year, I can't remember anything. I know. I know it's a trauma response, but Totally, totally. Um and I think you will like if you were under hypnosis or something, you probably do remember it. Yeah. But emotionally, you just block that out because it's the most painful thing you've ever been through. Yeah. So why would your brain tell you to remember it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, loss is hard during, like, at any time, but when you're young, oh my gosh. I know. That's so hard. Because even what you were saying about losing your friend from school, like, I, so that never, that's never happened to me. Touch me, touch me, thank God. Maddie's like, my God, at the door. Maddie's like, um, (laughs) somebody knocked. Um, But I remember one of my, not friends, but one of my school acquaintances, their brother died. Oh my God. And he was a couple of years older than us. And I remember more than anything being like, sorry, there's dog noises, guys, just FYI. (laughs) Young people die? Totally. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously I knew that, but until, yeah, until you've like, know somebody who's young and who has died, you're like, oh no, that doesn't happen. No, it does. And it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. I can remember, it's weird because like, you're being, I suppose, can I remember that year between my Nana's dying? Not between it, but I can remember the time of it very vividly. Maddie's giving me kisses. And um, I can remember after my friend at school died, being in Tesco, and my mum was like, go and get sweets, go get anything, because everyone was just a state. And I can remember going to get milk and dropping it, and it went everywhere. And I can remember like half laughing and half crying. And I was like, that's fair. (laughs) I can remember that so well. Yeah. And I was only 16 at the time. Crazy. Uh, Yeah. I can remember my piano teacher passed away as well. Um, they played piano music he'd written oh. at his funeral. Oh, that's lovely. It was nice, and like him playing certain songs, and it was really like, oh, what a waste of like such a talent. Yeah. I can remember feeling really sad for like 
his mum and everything because he was young. I think he was in his 40s. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was, it's getting deep. It is getting deep. But uh, I don't think there's a right way to deal with it. I think you just need to do with what works for you. Uh, yeah, I think there's not a right way. It's different for everybody. Totally. Um, I'm a ruminator for sure. I'd go over like if this was different, maybe it would be different. Yeah. I'm just a withdrawer. Mm-hmm. I think you're still like that now. I'm still a withdrawer. Yeah, it's really bad. It's not. It's not great. But you can't, like it's just. Everyone's I know. I just is. I know. It just is. But like it's. It's not. It's not good for my mental health that I do that. Totally. I don't think it's good for my mental health that I overthink how it could be different if yeah. something different happened. I know. It's just how everyone it does it differently, but. Um, do you know what though? The next thing we're going to talk about is losing friends, so we're going to get angry. True that. True that. <laughs> so now we're talking about friendships. Well, losing friends. Losing friends. Oh, fucking hell. I know. This is losing friends. <sighs> Do you know I'm going to get angry actually? I'm not even sad about it's it. Fair, I'm going fair. To get angry about it. I am like, why did I stay in that group for that long? Yeah, I know. That's the thing though, because you look back and you're like, oh, why was Sorry. I with those people? I let them treat me like that? No. Yeah, 100%. And I can remember my group being like so toxic and it happened until like a different person every year was like removed from the group. Yeah. So yeah, there was warning signs there that this was not a good group, but yeah, you want to see the good in people. You do. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're like us. We're good people. Yeah, and I think that we are quite forgiving. Uh, yeah, I'm very forgiving. Yeah, especially... Well, if, no, I'm not anymore. I used to be. I think you would be forgiving off, like, you. you. Yeah. Because, because you've earned it. Exactly, because we're so yeah. close that you know that we would never, ever do anything to intentionally hurt Exactly. someone. Especially not Maddie. Oh, stop it. She's just... She's, she's, so she's going to start snoring again. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Um, yeah, but... I, I'm, I think that we are, the older we get and the more shit we've had to fucking put up with, yeah. be it from all angles, that we're like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I, if there's a, a sign that they're not good, then we're not going to be Sandra Bullock and Bird Box about it. Oh my God, I know. You know? That's a really good movie. <laughs> so good. I watched it last week. Did you? I watched it with them. James. Cute. Love it. Yeah. So... Fucking, yeah, so tell me about your loss of friends. Okay, I can't, I mean, I touched on it briefly, I think, in that teenage lesson yeah, episode. Um, but basically, it was in high school, and you know, everything's difficult in high school, and everyone's awkward, and it's just horrible. And the girl who I thought was my best friend at the time decided that not only did she not want to be my friend, but none of our mutual friends should be our, my friend and it was just a really rough time for me what was the reasoning oh, do you know it was so long ago i actually can't remember she she said that i had said something which i hadn't said i i honestly can't remember That's so was, <laughs> i know it was like like this we're talking like what how long ago was fifth year like 11 years yeah. ago also, definitely old enough for them to know better to do. Oh, 100%, 100%. But like I, I, I made my real friends in sixth year and then in uni. 100%. Um, so it was fine. But I think at the time, like I used to go home from school and cry to my mum because, you know. It's horrible. And it's so isolating when you're at school because you have to see these people. Yeah. Every fucking day. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, 
you and I have a very close friendship and I, we're never not going to be friends like I know that but I would feel like a part of me was missing if you and I stopped being friends 100% and that's how I felt with with this girl as well because she was she was my best friend um not to the same extent as you we've been friends for much much longer but um but in high school like or even in like any stage of school your friends feel you feel so close to people so yeah. quickly and everything is so like elevated you know hormones yeah. emotions so it's like a fishbowl yeah yeah um and i just remember being absolutely heartbroken heartbroken no, it's fine because she's a bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> and now who's the true icon, you know? Definitely me. I mean, I just offered to, like, what was the stab all of your exes or some shit like that? I actually don't think you said that, but you have ordered. You said it made you murderous. You, know, you, just, you didn't go into the method, but now oh, people know. Now people know. <laughs> It'd be a stabbing. Um, yeah, in high school and stuff, and you're going through that as well, like, trying to get the courage to go in every day to see these people who are doing that to you like yeah it's so horrible i know and i know you look back now and we're like oh it was silly high school stuff but that's fucking horrible to go through i know and you know like i say high school everything you feel awkward and you're not yeah. you're not come into yourself yet and you don't really know or i at least i didn't know who i was at that point um whereas, i think anybody who didn't know who they were at that point are kind of gone <laughs> yeah i know I am, um, yeah, I had no idea, like, who I was, so it was, it was definitely rough, but I, I'm trying to think of other experiences that I've lost friends. There, there is 100% some, and I'm not going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who you're talking about. Hmm. There's probably a few, to be fair. Probably. probably. Um, I think in uni, though, you lost more friends yes. than I did because you went through a couple of groups. I lost school friends. Yeah. And then uni friends. Yeah. Because I kind of, I mean, at uni, like, I, I mean, I was always friends with Amy. I was friends with Amy first, actually. And then I was friends with Callum. And then last I was friends with you. Mm-hmm. But, um... And then I kind of saw the light. Yeah. And then came to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but lost other people in the process, which... Um... hurt me because it was definitely and you moved on i think it was definitely what's the word an upgrade <laughs> well yeah what's the word voluntary yeah it wasn't yeah. like i was like no, no. i was like i know right we're on the same page we're not yeah i know meant to be friends don't think we're bad people vice versa yeah um yes and i never really felt aligned and i remember being really excited for our uni event like the pop golf yeah because I got along so well with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just want to talk to other people. <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah. And, like, do you know what? No beef, no hate. Like, it just wasn't the right combination. And yeah. I felt so much more, like, aligned and relaxed with you guys. And there's a reason that we became friends and still are now. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, there's also, like... You and I, obviously, don't... We've, we've not never fought we have fought before oh my god to touch all the wood i know touch wood. i mean we have had arguments and stuff but we're very forward with where we're coming from and stuff and i've mentioned this before but i will always remember you sent me this fucking raging text olivia it's so clear in my mind you sent me this fucking raging scathing message that I couldn't even just look at it on iMessage. I had to open it, and it opened into a new page. What about That's it? When? I, I can't remember. 
I can't remember. Uh, oh, do you know, I was with boyfriend numero dos at the time. Yeah. Right. And I don't know what had happened. I don't know, but it was very quickly resolved. I can't even remember that. Yeah, you got it out. I genuinely can't even remember I got what I needed to say out, and then we were fine. I can't, I can't remember, I can't remember, I honestly can't remember, but I do, I do remember getting this message. I think I was with Callum at the time, like, out with Callum, and I had to open it, because it was like dot dot dot, see more. What was I fucking raging about? I don't about? know, I do, you've never, we've never been that angry at each other since, but yeah, you were fucking raging with me, and I was quite angry with you as well, and I sent you back a message, and then we talked about it. What were you angry at me about? I think I was angry at you about some of the points you made when right, you were angry fair. at me. So I was just kind of retorting. I'm kind of bad for being like, I need to tell somebody when I'm angry. Oh, it's going to build up and it's going to build up yeah. and I need to get it out. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I should have calmed down first. <laughs> but I don't like that. That's why oh, you, you usually know you text me though, like about your other beefs and you're like, 100%. is this okay? And I'm, I'm normally like, like yes. am I reasonable to be as angry as I am? <laughs> You would never say no. I know. And me being, <laughs> me being your pal and also a Capricorn, I'm like, yeah. You're like 100, be more angry. I'm like, fire. I'm like, she's the C-bomb. Yeah. You're like, do you know what? Just, just run them over. Um, I can remember us when we were on ho- The only time I can remember us actually having an in-person little spat was on holiday. In oh Alicante. my God, yes. And again, very quickly resolved. Very quickly resolved. I, was- I can remember being like, you're annoying me. You're pissing me off. Blah, blah. And then you sitting and being like, Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then that was it. And we were like, and we were fine. And we had our dinner. That was five years ago? Yeah. I was like, oh, before. Yeah, oh my God, please touch all the wood. I never want to fight with you. I think that, I genuinely think it was. Yeah, it, it was. But yeah, I, that is what we do. We're like, nah, you're fucking and me rare. off. It's yeah, rare. it is rare. You're fucking me off. And then they're like, oh, you're right, I'm sorry. And then that's... I know. And I think a lot of it comes down to like, you don't... Not just you, like both ways don't realise something's coming across a certain way yeah. and you're like, you're coming across really snappy and yeah. you're like, I don't mean it. Yeah. Yeah, bitch hormonal or something yeah, along those lines. I get you. Um, yeah, very quickly resolved. But I think that's a good way to deal with things. I but think I am so. still like that today. I'm still like, if I'm fucked off with you, I need to get it off my chest. Oh, I'm the same. I'm the same. I hate going to bed feeling like I haven't said what I needed to say. Yeah, I'm the same. Which is, I think, what has annoyed me recently. <laughs> you know? It's very topical. Yeah. Um, I hate feeling like I've left something unsaid. I know. And based on what's happened to me recently, I am now very good at making my own closure, which you're not going to get rid of. I think we both are. I think we're both like, I'm not seeking closure from this person. Them acting like this towards me, be it a friend or whatever, it's closure enough for me. You're not respecting me. Off you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is quite also iconic oh my god are we icons <laughs> love, love it love it a little bit um but yeah friend fallouts the older you get probably again touch wood less frequent and less dramatic less dramatic you just say it and then it's done but yeah i can remember at that point in uni feeling like i am losing everyone around me at one. Oh my god sorry i've just remembered the last time we fought it wasn't that long ago <laughs> I can't remember this gal. When was it? Um, so it was last year. I can't remember when in the year. It must have been summer, early summer. I remember. Do you? I do remember. Okay. So I think... I don't think that was an argument. Well, I mean, my brain wouldn't class that as an argument. We beefed at each other though. I don't even think it was beef. I think it was... It was miscommunication. 
It was. I was so I was fighting with my boyfriend at the time, and you were fighting with your boyfriend at the time, and I was kind of saying to you, "This is unacceptable behaviour," but I wasn't saying it in such a way that was conductive to a good conversation mm-hmm. because I was so angry about my situation. Yeah, I think that you were angry, and I was just wanting to run. Yeah, more than actual genuine anger. You were like, "You do not need to put up with this." this is not something you need to deal with like I'm not dealing with it neither should you and I was like I didn't really need to hear that to be honest I, I kind of stand by it no. okay. <laughs> fair that's quite stellar advice it was I'm just angry that's what I just said to you no but it was resolved quickly I wasn't ready to hear it yeah and you were aware of that and then it was sorted and I didn't say it in a way that was helpful so but yeah I, te- I think I texted you because I think you hung up on me I'm pretty sure I remember you... crying yeah. I remember being really really upset yeah. I, don't, I don't think I hung up on you like ugh I think I was like, I'm gonna go back. Yeah, I, yeah I think it was like that. And then I, I think I immediately texted you because I remember sitting on the grass being like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. I should have done that. But nothing in our friendship ever comes from a bad place. No, 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 no. It was frustration. It was frustration and it was the fact that I was already angry. So it came mm-hmm. out that I was angry, like I was angry at you, but I wasn't. Yeah, totally. And uh, to be honest with you, truly, I did not think you were angry with me. I thought I was getting the brunt of your anger towards me. <laughs> I mean, fair. With me and with a man, and you were like, fuck them all! <laughs> fuck them all! I was like, no, I just fuck them all. Even Maddie was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, truth, I, didn't, I don't class that as an argument. Okay. I've tricked it. Like, I, I've never, like, thought about that after it. But we resolved stuff so fast if we ever I, had Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't think about it after it, after we kind of resolved it, but I did. I just, just remembered it there when yeah. I was thinking about... Yeah, I can just remember you giving me advice that I wasn't in a place to hear at the moment. Yeah. At that moment. Yeah, I get you. If that was now, I'd be like, fucking right. We'll load up your car. We'll run them both over. Over our next lines. Um, yeah. But, uh, again, kind of just shows how good friends we are if that's, like, the most Definitely. recent thing we've had. Definitely. Because immediately after, we're like, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I love you so much. Oh, Maddie, Maddie sneezed. sneezed. So sorry, guys. She just really wants a star and roll. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maddie, you're really wanting to be heard. You really want to be heard. Um, yeah, I lost a lot of friends at uni. That's what I was saying before. Was uh, yeah, before I lost a lot of friends at once in uni. I can remember losing everyone around me in the space of like, what, three months? I say everyone around me, that's not true. You mean you lost friends, but you also migrated groups, I think. was. I had, in the process of slowly losing friends I was also yeah. becoming closer and closer and closer with you guys yeah definitely and I mean we've been on baller holidays together yeah we live our best lives yep so it was meant to be a hundred percent but if you're going through a friendship loss breakup if somebody's done something to hurt you like it's so shit it is shit and I think just let yourself feel shit and know that it will pass yeah, I will. And because you're going to look back and be happier. Yeah, and you'll find your people. Mm-hmm. And similarly, if you have done something to hurt a friend and you know them well, apologies mean everything. Yeah. Like, if you really want to repair a friendship over something and it's something you've done, put your ego aside if you definitely. want that friendship. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, yep. Lots. Ready for relationships or nah? Oh, I don't know. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So I have had four breakups. Four breakups. Oh, God. 
And I think each one was worse than the last, to be honest. No, the second one was no. the last one. And your last one was just beyond. Yeah, the last one wasn't great. Um, so first of all, if any of y'all are listening, <laughs> we good. <laughs> it's funny. We're not. Okay, you and Olivia aren't good, but you and me are good. <laughs> Olivia's coming for all of me. <laughs> Do you know how Can like, I... Taylor Swift's like, I've got a list of names written in red? Yeah. All fucking four Yeah. are on that list. Can I also just say to everyone that you really need to get yourself a... Oh my god, Split is on Netflix. Oh. Sorry. Um, you all need to get yourself an Olivia who gets more angry at your exes oh. than you are. Same goes for you, Cal. Oh, thanks, Cal. so angry. <laughs> you also get angry at, like, friends who have fucked us over. Oh my god, Wait, yeah. Name and no names. You know who I'm fucking talking about. I, I put out a message, remember? I was, like, ready to send it. I was like, who are you talking about? I drafted yeah. a message. I was like, that's bad advice. Gal, you were raging. I was, and I'm, I was like, cool as a cute. I was That's the common theme with us. Yeah, I, I was so angry. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. And you're fucking raging it. You know who. I know who. <laughs> oh my God, what a waste of oxygen. Anyway. Right, so yeah, breakups. So my first breakup, my first boyfriend, um, it was not great. <laughs> the relationship wasn't great. Nothing was Nothing great. Nothing was great, if I'm honest. The breakup followed similarly. Also, I can't say it, actually. What? I was going to shame the car he drives. But also, you can. I can. There's a double standard there. I feel, like, it, but I feel like other people have that car. Exactly. So, like, okay. Slide past. Slide past that. Oh, no, I meant so you probably could call it out. Because... Doesn't matter, right? Okay, yeah, it wasn't great. It made your feet. I'm sorry, right? There's no beef. Drive whatever car you want, but if you're gonna beef at my friend, don't drive a Fiat 500. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the relationship was not great. No. Neither was the breakup. So. Neither was the car. Neither except was for the, me. <laughs> neither was the car. Except just sits you. So Thanks, Right, my second breakup was the bad one. That was when... Well, we broke up twice, actually, do you remember? Because we broke up before Christmas, before Chip died. And then we got back together. What the fuck is his problem? Why does he wait for death? I don't know. We got back together. It's like the grim fucking reaper. (laughs) And we got back together and um, he was there for a while. And then... Yeah, he broke up with me because I was too sad all the time, pretty much, which was really nice of him. Um, Fucking dick. Yeah, that was a rough time. My third breakup... He's at the top of my list. Who? Number two? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, My third breakup, oh, it was kind of whatever. Like, I don't even really count it as a relationship. It was just a kind of whatever. A blip. (laughs) A blip, yeah. And my fourth breakup was fairly recent. And, um, I can remember, sorry to go back, I can remember your third breakup very well. I can remember FaceTiming you. Can you? Yeah. I don't remember. And I can remember you had FaceTimed them. Okay. And that was how it happened, right? No, he didn't even answer my FaceTime, remember? He just, but did he not say goodbye, Alex? And then he texted, no, it was on the phone, it wasn't even FaceTime. Oh, nice he just said goodbye, Alex. Because, yeah, I can't remember... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, he just said goodbye, Alex, and then started like crying and hung up. I don't. Have heard anything? You have. Yeah, yeah, you have. What? Heard something since? Yeah, he messaged me a couple of times, but then I blocked his number. One of them was a question, right? I can't remember. I can't remember it. 
Anyway. Um, and then my fourth and final breakup, the most recent one. Uh-oh. Fucking coming for you. <laughs> it was very recent, to be fair. Um, like this year recent. And um, <laughs> that was the most attractive face you've ever made. I was so angry. I just needed to get that out. <laughs> my anger has not gone from this. Yeah, I have to, yeah. Oof, I this is a remarkable dick move. Yeah. Several. So my ex, if you're listening, hi babe. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> he decided that it would be a nice idea when he went away to work to not text me for, what, three months? Longer. Longer than that, not phone me. Just just leave me. It was, long. It was way longer it than was, three months. Well, he left in September and it, he messaged you in May. No, 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 no. Or April. He, yeah, so he left in September, but the last text I got, no, you're right, the last text I got was October. I broke up with him in November over text, which he also didn't respond to. And then he messaged me in March. And it definitely been going on for quite a while, because I can remember coming to yours after my nephew's birthday mid-September. With yeah. flowers and chocolates. Yeah, because in September, that's when he left, and he was just being... Uh, Shy. That was like a good two weeks he had not spoken to you. Um... And sorry, but basic human decency is just being like, I'm not in a place right now, or something like that. Yeah, I know. And I think the fact that, like, in that time, my gran was like admitted to hospital and was really unwell and is actually still in hospital. Um, and the fact that he's still yet to ask me how I've been, whatever. Um, so more um, annoyingly with that situation, he pursued you for years. Like, and also, I would also like to say that, um, he was he's been there as a friend for me since my dad died Mm -hmm. just after i remember it i remember it so well and now what the fuck happened babe bullshit bullshit behavior so just also if you're fucking listening don't bother texting me and asking me about a therapist for your woman troubles i can't believe that you absolute motherfucker Either he is so fucking thick that he thought that, that was an acceptable thing to text, or actually he kind of knew what he was doing and just continued oh, he, the dick he did, cycle. He did it to get a rise out of me, a hundred fucking percent. Twat. Try and get a rise out of yourself because you're about five foot. <laughs> Olivia. I'm being honest. I'm just being real. That was so angry. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. See, when we said we get angry about our exes, this is, this is an example. Whatever. I forgive you. I don't. It's done. You're a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit, but I forgive you. Whoa. The anger was so real there, guys. That was, um... I just, I... Ugh. I need to breathe a little bit. Yeah, have to to count to ten. He was with you when your dad was, like, dying. Like, he's friends with you. He knew everything you've been through. He's been there. He saw everything that you've been through at a very young age and still fucking treated you like that. I know. That is just, like, a basic human respect thing that he lacked. Guys, gonna be real? That that went further than that, but we had to take it out for legal reasons. <laughs> I lost it. I think Olivia saw red. I really did. She had a rage blackout. That was terrifying. I feared for my life. Nah, you didn't. You feared for somebody else's life. I did, I did. I, I, to be honest, I thought you were going to just get into your car and... <laughs> Not far off it, gal. Not far off it. Um, Whoa. Whoa. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, more importantly, about lessons about that breakup, you had to make your own closure because you never got fucking any. I didn't get any closure. No. Um, Have you ever heard me swear so consecutively? <laughs> 
No. Little. Did you? Who did the quiz? Do you remember we did a quiz just like me? <laughs> Was it Amy <laughs> that did the quiz? Was it Amy that won that question? You know the question, I mean. I know exactly the question. I I think it was Amy. I think I gave a point to everyone because everyone's so savage. <laughs> it was iconic. Um yeah, I had to make my own closure and I think that that was the lesson that I took from relationship is that you're not always gonna get closure and you need to be able to find it yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I think as well it's um, what hurts the most about that type of breakup when you've been around somebody that long is how can somebody I've spent so long being close with just treat me that way yeah that's what most hurts I, w- I will say I found it I found it much harder before I ended it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then after I ended it I felt way better and I actually felt her reach yeah, I actually felt like I could breathe again, and I was okay from then. Mm-hmm. I felt like the Taylor Swift clean song. I fucking love that song. And we could finally breathe. I could finally breathe. Hundred percent, and also that is a banger. It's a fucking banger. That is like yeah, that's your fave. It's it's Katie honestly song, one of my. It's like yeah, one of my absolute favorites. Always reminds me of you. Now I know that um, you're recent breakup is a lot more recent and very raw still so are you wanting to share or would you rather not um sorry maddie snored (laughs) maddie wants to talk about it um i'm not going to go into a lot of detail um out of respect oh well you've got more respect than i do um i've had two breakups and um I think it was similar to you. I was more upset before in the run up to it. Yeah. And then after I had actually done it, I felt like a weight had been lifted, and I knew that it was the right thing to do. Um, but it's hard. It's hard, and it's um, it's disappointing when somebody you're so close to for so long doesn't really show up for you when you need it. That's yeah the hardest lesson to learn. And I mean, I'm doing the magic which is a gratitude book. And lots of people in it were like, this changes your life, so like, don't do it unless you're ready for like life-changing things. And it, like apparently aligns you and like, fuck me, I was on day seven and then had to go through a breakup. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I'd done my crying in the run-up to it. There'd been several times I'd been upset and... Alex unfortunately caught the brunt of them. Not at all. I, w- I will say that most of the FaceTimes happened before you broke up with them. Yeah. Like, I think there was one particular day that you FaceTimed me maybe seven times. Before. Before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was, like, it was fine. Like, obviously, like, I'll, I'll talk it through for, with you whenever. Um, but that was your worst day that I saw. Yeah. Was that upset every time? Yeah. Brain blocking it. Um, like you would like you were FaceTiming me crying. Um I never want to get like that ever again. No, I know. And I do feel stronger because of it. Um but I think just in my heart of hearts I knew I think I knew that we were not gonna be forever. Yeah, I think that hindsight's easy to say that. Yeah, and I think that, that day that that with all the FaceTimes, I think I was just waiting for you to accept that it was over. Um, 
I think it was a lack of control that upset me. Definitely. Which is what I said to you. Because mm-hmm. I'd been through it with my mm-hmm. ex, number four. Um, that's why I said to you. Because mm-hmm. I'd experienced it like six months before. And definitely going forward, um, like I never really felt like a priority ever. I, I, I kind of felt like it was everything than me. Yeah. And going forward, like that is a non-negotiable. If I get a relationship again, I need to know that somebody's going to make time for me and actively plan to see me and put me first when I'm going through a shit time, mm-hmm. which is which I was, yeah, and and I still am. But I kind of just needed somebody that was going to be my person. And I, if you can't rely on them to do that, then what's the point? I know. Um, but no hate, only growth. No, but not words. Fucking blue Peter badge. Don't, I'm fucking raging. Yeah, this is another... um, I'm fucking raging. Another hindsight of why would I let somebody talk to me like that? I literally sit on my couch at home and sometimes I just see red and I'm like, that fucking arsehole. So we are in (laughs) swap places now. (laughs) Olivia's camp. Alex has seen red. Oh, I'm fucking raging. I can't can't even talk about it without like... I know my blood pressure like creeping up. I think that we are both the same as well. That like we both saw each other so upset because of these people. Yeah. That that's where our protectiveness comes from. I am fiercely protective over you. Mm -hmm. You are. You were ready to get in your car. I was fucking ready. I was like, I have enough petrol. Don't give a fuck. I'm going. (laughs) I'll break down on the way. I'll break down on the fucking way. And I'll walk. (laughs) Don't Don't fucking wait. I don't care. I'm fucking raging. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone updates also on your list? A hundred percent. hundred percent. And also, do you remember um, the guy that I was kind of seeing? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I I'll take like out the name bit, but... I didn't like him from the start. You hated him. I hated him. Oh, and... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, literally, but that, that first guy that you spoke about... From like the minute you were like showing me screenshots, I was like, nah, he's an arsehole. Yep. yep <laughs> Never yep. liked him. But then I met him and, and he wasn't as hot. Yeah, he was a catfish. He was a bit of a catfish. He was a catfish. Um, Tinder life lol. And the second one. <sighs> I mean, to be honest, that was a lucky escape. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but like, another moment of being like, but he's hot and tall. <laughs> oh, Olivia. <laughs> It's four it's years old. It's alright. It's <clears throat> alright. Yeah. But you also hate them. Oh, fuck yes. I dated anyone that you liked. To be fair, I tried really fucking hard with your ex. I know you did. I tried really hard. And initially, I did like him. And then you know what happened. And then I hated him. And then I worked fucking hard to like him. And then this. Which you did. Yeah. I you. But and then this and now fuck no. What was like as my friend, like what do you think the worst part was as like an outsider? Of your breakup? Or just like everything that was going on? Because you know how me I was like, am I doing something wrong? I th- I think the worst part for me was seeing you blame yourself so frequently, like being so quick to be like this must be my fault. Mm-hmm. And I, that was just the headspace you were in and I get it, like I'd do the same, but I knew it wasn't your fault. And I, you know, was fucking raging that you were ever made to feel. And it was so frustrating to me that you 
were made to feel like like you had done something wrong because mm-hmm. you hadn't you were asking for the bare fucking minimum i know i know and everyone i speak to says that the bare fucking minimum um and everyone's like i'm like when you go through a shit time it really does show you who's 100 percent there for you and all of my close friends that I speak to everybody wear which is yeah. like the nicest part of it there's nobody that i'm like you weren't there for me everyone has been yeah and um, but i've actually been okay you're fine now, yeah. Yeah. Um, Much better than you were. I was very worried about you. I know. Um, but I think that we're both like that. Like, I hate... Confront- I don't like confrontation. And I will do it if I have to if somebody challenges me. But I don't like arguing with people that I love. I don't like it, like having beef with people that you love. But in that situation, I felt like I was fighting so hard for somebody to just see that I'm asking for really basic things. Yeah. And if you're in a relationship, you should be planning to see somebody. 100%. You should be making time for somebody. You should say, this is my time with so-and-so. You should be looking for a future together. You should be intertwined yeah. in their life. And I never, ever, ever felt like that. No, I know. And it just built up and built up. I know. And, yeah, um, I think my dad was quite relieved. Was he? Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me, actually. He's like, oh, he's like... He's kind of a view, like, not a bad person, but not for you. I, I still, like, I'm like, I don't wish badly. I do. <laughs> Maddie's like, me too! <laughs> Maddie, who needs boys when you've got mads? When you've got each other. I understand, but, like, Maddie's so I know, she's. I know, she's such a good, good egg. Um, I know, it's just so... Disappointing. Do you know the thing that I struggled with the most actually with your breakup was your desire to be on good terms with him. I hate and I struggle still with that because I honestly want you to be on the worst terms in the world with him because he doesn't deserve to be on good terms with you. Don't mince your words. <laughs> Tell me how you really Don't feel. Worry, that's how I really feel. Um, I hate being on bad terms with people. I'm like, I wouldn't have spent, you know, so long with someone if I really thought genuinely they were a bad person. I think he's a bad person. <laughs> Do you think your ex, recent ex, is a bad person? Yes. Oh, fair. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we're on the same book with that. Yeah, I am. But you've also, I'm, not, I'm also not angry at him, though. You're angry I'm at I'm still angry. But I know he's an arsehole. I'm also quite raw. Yeah. Maybe I'll get there. Well, you know, I'm just not going to let you be on good terms. <laughs> You're like, no! I'm like, fuck no. It's just, it's so disappointing. Yeah. It's so disappointing that it sometimes takes really shit time in your life to show actually somebody's not there for you. Like you need them to be. It's, do you know, yeah, it's like I said, it's like I've said, it's really disappointing that he can even do the bare fucking minimum of what you needed. But like, what got me more about it all was still, that's me asking too much. Kind of attitude. Gaslighting. Gaslighting. I don't think it's intentional. I don't give a fuck if it's intentional. I, I don't think it, like, that he is, like, going out of his way to make me feel shit. I think that he he's was not probably going, giving... He's not going out of his way to make you feel good, though. Yeah, fair either. Fair oh my God, I was so, like... I, like, lead the... His name, anger, hate party. <laughs> you are, yeah. I, am. Um, I, I, I don't think it's intentional. I think that he genuinely thought he was doing well. And I think he's an arsehole. Good. I'm kind of there. 
I just don't like being on bad terms with anyone. I'm like, why would I like be with someone for that long? Just right. So do you know the way I look at it, right? If you were to make it better with him, right? He's the one that's benefiting from it, and not you, because then he's let off the hook yeah. for something that he did. Mm-hmm. But still, apparently, I'm a diva and spoiled and asking too much. I mean, you're high maintenance, but who isn't? <laughs> I was saying this to Anna, right? Oh, I'll take that out. <laughs> um, I was saying to them, I was like, I am a diva. I am a princess. But I actually am in about like relationships and important stuff. I'm high maintenance but, in terms of skincare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, it's, you're not high. It's not hard to maintain you as a friend. No, it's no. not hard to maintain me as a girlfriend either. I'm just no. asking you to see me. You're like, one, <laughs> one text every couple of hours would be great. Ah, 100%. That's like, yeah. I mean, he's just an arsehole, so. I don't feel like he is. I'm not, I'm not at that place. I'll get you there. Don't worry. <laughs> you will try your best. I'll get, get, I'll get you there. I, I will get there. I'm still, I'm just disappointed. I'm so fucking disappointed. Um, and also from like everything that's going on in my family kind of yeah. way. And he knows them. Yeah. That's the thing that concerns me. Like if And to not to just not ask how things are. Yeah. And if things were to get worse. hundred percent. And touch wood, well, I really hope they don't. They, yeah, touch wood. But I don't think they will. But if things were to get worse, if he can't even be there for you at the moment. That's exactly that was my my viewpoint. That would be like my ex number two. Exactly. They're like ringing that's, the same bell. That's the situation you'd be in. Um, I just, I'm, I'm too old to have to ask someone to prioritise me. Yeah, I know. But I mean, have you seen a difference in me since the breakup? Oh yeah. Have you? Yeah. I've been for good? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. In what way? Um, you just seem... It's, it's hard to explain it. You don't seem happier, but you seem unburdened. Lighter. Yeah. I think that's fair. You just seem like, because I know you've got stuff going on and that's fine, but like, there was always like, I think there was always, I feel like there was something underlying. Cloud. Not quite right. And I've been watching it for a while, but obviously I've kind of just been stepped back, but you just seem genuinely quite content. Mm -hmm. I am. I actually am. And I think it's quite... um, a mature standpoint to be like you might be doing your best but your best isn't good enough for me and I need to focus 100%. on my family right now point blank if you're not adding to it if you're not helping me through it you're out you definitely like you're making yourself a priority 100% because you have to you have to and yeah. he fucking wasn't so well exactly the anger's real guys the anger's real the anger's so I'm so calm right now we've totally stopped we've totally stopped <laughs> We just bring up we my ex. Meditate. We can just don't, bring up don't, X, number, don't. X number four of mine, and then <laughs> your face like is going red. <laughs> I think that your most recent ex and my most recent ex should just go out with each other. I should. That would be a match made in heaven. Fuck's sake. <laughs> God. Um. So that's been a good run. That's been a great run. Do you feel better now? I do feel better. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. And can I just also shout out to my friend Iona? Iona, we love you so much. She's like her number one fan. And she's going to be a guest. She's going to come on and be a guest at some point. So Iona, if you're listening, which we know you are, we love you. Love you so much. 
and we're very excited for you to come and be a guest on the show. Does, does Iona have like, did Charlotte's people be in like, Iona bag? Iona I think so. Chair? I, I think so. Yeah. No, so I'm not original. <laughs> but you do anyway. Okay. We'll do it anyway. She'll love it. Um, will she share some anecdotes of fucking shitheads in her life? I mean, we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. No, no pressure. No pressure, but we'll see. I don't. I don't know what episode she's going to come on to. I've messaged her. Um, you know, I love ghosty shit. Yeah, I know. Call out Iona. Go message me back. Thanks. Um, love you. <laughs> I was like, that was a bit harsh. I just love you. She's my bestie. I just want to talk to you all the time. She's the most supportive of everyone. God. I'm like crying. I know. Um, I'm like, I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, that was quite cathartic. That was really good. I love that. I, there might be some parts deleted. Yeah, we might need to, because I, I feel like I saw red for some of it. Yeah, same. So this will be the full shebang of what we actually said for legal reasons. But um, later on, when we go through the editing process, <laughs> we, we might even keep some of it aside for our patron patron yeah people yeah like patreon and then you get all the tea yeah absolutely so please support your girls on patreon our link is our link is www.patreon.com slash i will die on this hill follow us on instagram our handle is at i will die on this hill podcast and we also have an email address it's I will die on the cell podcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear any comments, questions, anecdotes. We will share them. Losses, depending on how much we put in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll probably get raging emails. Yeah, probably. Um, but you know what? We've promised to be completely upfront and honest and we're yeah, just doing... exactly. We're just speaking our truth And we're right keeping now. them anonymous. That's so. my Kardashian voice. You should be fucking... Feel fucking lucky, right? Literally... <laughs> Just speaking my truth right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to send us any anecdotes, we'll obviously we'll leave them anonymous. Um, but it'd be good to do an episode talking about your guys' stories. Yep. And any stories you want, any ideas for topics, anything that you think needs to be spoken about, always open. And please um, review us on iTunes. Please, please, please. Yeah. Rate and review us. Leave a we comment. We'd love to. Please subscribe. It makes our day, honestly. Yeah. To see cute comments. I know. Um, and also follow us wherever you listen. Yeah. We'd love definitely. you forever. And also remember, life is too short to be low maintenance. And this podcast just shows that that's not <laughs> what we fucking are. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. This yeah. has been really fun, actually. Thank you. We love you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.